0: I have a whole hour's worth of stuff on (laughs) treatment. All right, so let's talk about this treatment plan. This is a really, really big topic, okay? In fact, I have, um, I mean, it's it's huge, it's a huge topic. So much to talk about, so much to think about uh, as it relates to the treatment plan, okay? It's a mindset, it's a shift for so many people It's one of the things that um, people continually tell me that they don't do, that they are uncomfortable with, okay? Um, I think, so I'm just gonna start, I'm just gonna start talking about it, okay? Um, First of all, one thing to think about is is that, you think, okay, treatments one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten plus, okay? If you're gonna if you're gonna get after the first treatment, if you're gonna get more treatments, this is where the this is where the miracles happen. Okay? This is where it happens. It doesn't happen here. If you're gonna get good results with people, you've got to get more than one treatment. You've got to. it just doesn't it doesn't doesn't happen any other way you've got to get multiple treatments Um, I think there's a component here with some people that there's a fear of there's a fear of rejection there's a fear of that people, I think, I think even more than a fear of rejection is people. There's a fear that people are going to think that you're trying to sell them something. Okay, that's it. This is totally and completely a, a, a mindset shift for you. Okay, if that's going on in your mind, if you're worried that people are going to think you're trying to sell them something or you're going to be seen as a salesman, this is critical. And, and, and if you, I would love it if you would just call me. We could talk privately on this. So
1: that's one of the beliefs we have to change.
0: It's a belief that you have to change. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's so important that you recognize it and that you be willing to change it. Um, it's just a mental shift that has to take place. And that's what I'm going to try to do over the next few minutes is, is help you with that. It's recorded. It'll be in a separate section, implementation. Um, you know, um, it'll have, it'll talk about treatment plan. Um, fear, fear of being rejected is coded into our DNA. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's coded into our DNA. It's natural. Um, if we're rejected by the tribe, we, we humans are social animals. We live in tribes. If we're thrown out by the tribe, what happens to us? We die. We potentially could die. Humans don't do well on their own. Okay? We have this innate understanding that we need to be with the tribe and that we don't want to do anything that'll get us kicked out of the tribe. Okay? So this fear like this is natural. But 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 we have to be willing to overcome it. Okay? Here is there there's a who knows what it'll be for you. Um, but here's a few ideas. Um, I think if you if you focus See, here's what I've this is the way that I've always taught it. Now, just because I always taught it this way it doesn't mean anything because it's it's not been that successful, quite frankly. But let me just this is what I've tried to get, this is what makes sense to me. If you go through the three questions, what's the third question? Do you want to Is this something you want to, to correct? Is this are you trying to get trying to solve this problem? If they've told you that. What have they just given you permission to do? They've given you permission to tell them how to fix it. So what I've always asked therapists to do, anybody that's been around me for any length of time, going way back 13 years. How, Kenny, how long have you been with us? 13. 13 years. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? How many? Okay. You guys have never, ever, ever, ever heard me say... Look, we need to get this business cranky. Get everybody set up on a treatment program, man. Let's get them all coming in three or four times a month. Come on, let's do this. Make some money, let's do it. Nobody's ever, ever, ever heard me say that. Ever. I've never advocated setting up treatments just to get people coming in and cranking up your numbers. I've never done that. What I have asked you to do is tell the truth. Tell the truth. The truth is this is where the magic happens that's the truth and it doesn't just happen with five treatments it happens with five treatments over two or three weeks you get five treatments over five months there's no magic there okay so, I'm all, so all I've ever asked you to do is tell the truth so try to get, if you have that, uh, that idea that I'm, I'm afraid people will reject me, I'm afraid they'll think I'm salesy if you can try to set that aside and let this overpower you more, let this be more powerful. I want my client to get a result from the treatment. And I want to give them the option for a result. (laughs) And they'll only get a result if they come in and get a number of treatments on this. Okay, now, let's go back to this idea that you don't ever know if that's going to be effective. See, if, if you're thinking to yourself, I'll only set up a treatment plan, if I know that it'll be effective, you're you're never going to set up a treatment plan. Because you will never know, ever, ever, ever. You'll never know with any client, ever, unless you're clairvoyant, (laughs) if the treatment is going to be effective. You'll never know. You have to do the treatment and find out. And all we can do is go by what our, our normal ratios are. And the fact of the matter is that on these conditions, you'll get results. If you're doing the work the proper way, you'll, get it, you'll have a, it. it depends. Some, some conditions are we have a 50% uh, success rate. others, we have a, in the case of tension headaches, we have a 95% success rate. With carpal tunnel syndrome, it's, it depends on how long it's been there. It's between, a, You know, it's, it's lower, it's a 50% success rate. So, but, but generally speaking, it's 80%. Generally speaking, you have
2: an 80% success rate.
1: Can you uh, define how you're determining a success, like a success? Resolution,
2: resolution of the problem.
1: Like no pain, like zero
0: it's, pain? It's gone, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, and again, this all comes from my experience with people that were debilitated, that were off work, coming into my chiropractic clinic and seeing, can you go back to work? Or, do you have to go to surgery? They said, the, the doctor wanted to do carpal tunnel surgery. What does he say now? You know, over all those years. So, um, okay. So, uh, th- th- this is uh, something interesting. My daughter and I, Kristen, are standing in the field in Zilker Park. We're at ACL, Austin City Limits getting ready to hear Paul McCartney. Mm. My daughter says, Dad, my arm is killing me. i have got like 15 minutes before we need to walk over to the stage. And I said, well, let me see. So I started working on her. Oh, man, she's dying, is dying, is he dying? Is he dying? <laughs> I said, well, I'm gonna do some now, but you gotta go in. You gotta go, you gotta go in and get at least three or four treatments on this, this is not gonna go away by itself. So she spends all day mousing, you know, on the computer. My own daughter and put her on a treatment plan, okay? That's what you have to do to get a result, right? I'm not trying to get—I'm not trying to squeeze money out of her. She comes in here and gets
2: her treatments. You know? I mean,
0: sometimes it's because of a lack of confidence. But the, but but the ironic thing about that. If you don't do the treatment plan and start to get the miracles, you'll never have the confidence. Isn't that interesting? It's like the chicken and the egg thing, what came first? You've got to have the confidence to put them on a treatment plan, and then, but the, you don't get the confidence. So you put them on a treatment plan and get the result. You know? you got to get, that's how you get the results. Um, here's an interesting one. Go ahead.
2: What I learned is you can't be attached to the outcome.
0: You just Very good. give it, and you attached to it. Excellent, excellent.
2: And then you're not rejected if they don't come. Yes,
0: yes, so give, speak the truth,
2: mm-hmm.
0: with no attachment to what they decide.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Very good, thank you, go ahead. I think one of the coolest things since I've, I've been working with I is that he says, do all this, when that client leaves, that next client, right? So what I'm saying is, you're not attached to that. You know, they, you let them make that decision, so. We don't have to fear that failure because we already approached it. They decided to do it, it's up to them. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Very good. <coughs> Any others? Comments? Sometimes clients just need permission. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised you. at how 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 that impacts your clients. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to come in? I'll tell my husband, the therapist that I that I need to for treatments. You know, you just gave them permission to come in and get the treatments that they need. Um, here's, a, here's something, I, I saw this, I, of course I'm on the lookout for all this stuff. Here's, here's a guy named Seth Godin, one of my favorite authors. Here's what he said. He calls this little blurb, marketing to the most important person. I think I read this to you guys last time. Who's the most important person we market to? It's us. We are our most important convert, And until we are converted, nothing really magical happens. In fact, until we are sold ourselves, nothing magical can happen. We bring value to those we serve. That's why people come to see us, because we provide more value than we charge. That's what it means to add value. If we're not adding value, our services are not worth more than we charge, and we should find another profession. If you hesitate to market your offering properly, It's not that you're being shy. What you're really doing is stealing. Because there's someone who needs you and you won't even ask for the order. There is someone who can benefit from your service and you won't even get out of the way and explain to your customer how they can get it. You're depriving them from something they need because you are unwilling to extend yourself. When we have something valuable our customers can benefit from, we should be willing to market ourselves. we act based on the story we tell ourselves, we may tell ourselves that we're unknown and deserve to be unknown. We may tell ourselves that we're only a fake, that we're a fraud, we're a manipulator. These stories are as true as we allow them to be. If you' tell yourself the story enough times, you'll make it true. It's the marketing we do for ourselves, to ourselves, by ourselves that can change everything. It's what's going to enable you to truly create huge value for your clients. And it's this value that you create for your customers that will be ca- that will cause you to be missed if you're gone. Uh, this, is, uh, this is actually Seth as well. He says he, this was entitled Faking It and the Imposter Syndrome. What if you acted as if? What if you pretended that you were glad to see me, happy to deliver the service, eager to, for it to be received well? What if you acted as though you were more charismatic than you feel, more confident, more confident? What if you demonstrated optimism about what is about to happen next, even if you're not sure? It takes effort more than most of us can expend in day in and day out. What if you invested that effort just for a little while? It's entirely possible that acting as if would create the very outcome you're hoping for. Okay, and then I could play you guys those those uh, videos of, uh, of the imposter syndrome and uh, some of you saw those, so I played them in the, in the, in the answer. Okay. Okay, so think about the treatment as a trial, a trial and experiment. Oh, the other thing is pre-framed. This is something that um, what I'm what I'm calling preframing is all the conversation that you have that you that you that surrounds the client. While you're while you're you're working okay. on that, so um, when you're in the therapeutic mode, the client's are not going to sleep. They're not relaxing. They're not. They're they're just you know you're talking to them because you need to ask them about the soreness, right? Um, you know I'll, I'll probably get to it. Um, in a, in a few minutes, it's probably my note somewhere, but let me address it right now. One, it it, it kind of goes under the if you find if you, it's under the topic, find the problem. Okay, I should have addressed it there, under the first thing, find the problem. Oh, I'm sorry, it's number two, right? Number two, find the problem. Okay, my model is look is where I'm looking for muscle soreness. Okay. And, I, and if I find it, I work it, and the clients get better. In, in terms of, and, and, and then I have to make a judgment about whether it's sore or not. And, and, and muscle, and, you know, and that's all something you guys have to, so I'm always asking them if this is sore or not. At the, at this, at the pressure that I'm giving you, is, it, is this sore? And, and then I, I, I actually listen to the tone of, of how they answer that question. I listen, I watch their, how they're, I, but I go in and I test the tissue. I t- the, on the protocol, I'm, I'm doing, I'm going over the tissue that we teach in the protocol. So it's low back. I'm doing the lumbar paraspinal. I'm doing it the top of the sacrum. I'm doing the lateral sacrum. I'm doing all those. I turn them on the side. Do the gluteus medius, minimus. Do the crest of the ilium, middle lumbar ligament, QL. And I, and I have a, a, a normal, a normal pressure that I that I check the muscles with. And then I just go, and, I, and then I just vary off that. Okay. So, so my point is, we're talking during the whole time. I'm in it, it's interactive.
1: Okay. Um, I think the best thing that you can say is just to remind them
0: it's not a massage. No. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to massage a little bit. So, uh, the other thing that you can do, another, another uh, if we want to refine this even more. Um, you got to be kind of careful. It's kind of an art form into how much you do before you get before you start working on them. You want to get working on them as soon as possible because they're antsy, right? But but at some point along the way, you can start to you can start to determine again. This is a I think this is a more advanced concept. You know, do this first and then you can get to this later. But you can. Uh, you can ask, fine tune with them. How much? We're going to divide this kind of into the treatment part of the one and then the massage part. Do you have a sense, Mr. Customer, on how, how you'd like to divide that? You know, are you okay with us? You know, um, some some, and you can get a sense whether they even have an opinion about it. Some of it is, much of it is going to depend on how they answer those three questions, right? I can't emphasize that enough. If they've told you that this has been a problem for a long time, how long do you have the problem? if they told them this has really impacted my work, my sleep, my activities, then you know that they're probably willing to pay the price. But if those things are little, I just had it for a little bit of time, it doesn't really impact my activities or my work, my sleep, and yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, it's a little thing. So, you know, so you'll get to see. Okay? And you, and you just say, we can, we, can, we can, I can spend a few minutes doing the treatment part of this, or I can spend more time. You know, kind of, what, would you, what are you wanting to get out of the session? Is it more of a massage today, or is it this? So you, so you can kind of refine that. okay? Questions or comments? Are you guys doing that? Go
2: ahead. Ben. I just yes. want to support what you're saying and that it's it works and it makes the clients feel really trusting and safe with you. I have a client that I started here in July. My second week she came and she brought in her fiance. The first couple of sessions with her, I found a nice gigantic adhesion in her QL in this area. And pointed it out, she wasn't asking for therapeutic work, but I was like, oh, couldn't help her find that, like, because she was tender, and I was like, I'm exploring here. Wow, yeah, you have quite a, an old past trauma that's just kind of encapsulated, that you've adapted to. We could work that out if it's limiting things, and she started processing, yeah. what is this limiting? And over this series you know, of time, I just always gave her that window. We can go in therapeutic, chop this out in a few sessions, Come back in and then get your decompression, de-stress massage. But now she's coming in and she's kind of narrating. She's like, "Could we do, you know, a little bit of this first and get that done, and then go into that great stuff we yeah. do up here?" And so now she's completely entrusting with it, just by giving her that opportunity. We could blend it, we could get it out entirely. It's all up to you and your capacity for receiving it and what goals you want to get out of it. And it's lovely. Yeah. It puts me at ease. Um, my confidence levels are up because I know what she's wanting because now she's in the conversation. Excellent,
0: excellent. Yeah. And I, I mean, Kenny, Candy, is one of the masters of this whole thing. Do you want to say anything about this? This is your, no, this is your area. I actually
3: do want to say something. And as I've been listening to you talk after you went over beliefs, that really has hit me because when you say something that I don't agree with, I ask myself, is that a belief? And I, I really think that it has been. I have some hang ups and I didn't realize that until you made that, that very very calm that comment. And I'm like, Wow. You know, I I'm listening to how some people talk to their clients, I'm listening to this, and then I'm hearing, you know, <clears throat> what Armando had said earlier about how his mind is blown because your top therapists aren't using the protocol. Well, you know, and I had been in my mind, I said, you know what? Not everybody that comes in is limping and they're desperate. So there's business for everybody here, but you know when you're really doing this to give people back their life, you're not going to do that with the Swedish you're not going to do that with gentle so it really made me really think about that you know when I have I'm listening to Jeff brand new guy on the on the block and he's he's talking about something that i I was practicing you know years ago, and somewhere in there without me getting that feedback, I felt like I've got some bad habits and i I mean it really has I'm listening to you and it's like, wow, you know, and I really, I feel like when I'm teaching the class, I'm like, I'm always telling everybody to talk and ask questions and don't guess and all that other stuff, but, you know, I'm listening to, 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 the, to the feedback that's coming back and, and it seems like I'm missing something in there too, so, you know, this, this is good, this is great, yeah. and you know, what I want to make the last thing is that for me, what keeps me from being excellent is that I am good.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're good, you, you don't know, really try to good strive. Good is the enemy of great. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Exactly. That's, that blows my mind, man. You're like all Yoda on me now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, that
0: beard. Well, well, you know, <laughs> well, here's the thing, guys. You, know, you say somebody you say somebody has... How many years do you have experience, Ken? 21. You say somebody has 21 years experience. Okay. Well, but somebody might have... Twenty one year of experience 21 times and that's what allows us to continue to grow is exactly what he just demonstrated that he's rethinking things he's willing to question his beliefs right powerful if we can, when we know something we just know it we don't, you know. but if we question it and, 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 and allow maybe there is another way to do this that's powerful okay? so yeah. thanks for that, that great example so um, that's how that's how we keep growing as people. Look, I mean, I was the same way, right? I, I came in today and said, "Look, I've I you know, I got some things I need to work on. Can you help me? You know, help me help me be better. Be brutally brutally honest with me. And uh, because I'm wanting to grow too. Um, what what I've well, I'm very kind of like you. Do this. Okay. You're all <laughs> Okay, so remember we're thinking, I can't emphasize this enough, think of the treatment plan as an experiment, it's an experiment. Every treatment plan is an experiment, it's a trial, it's a therapeutic trial, we don't call it an experiment, call it therapeutic trial. Okay. Now, it's powerful to record, whenever you make a treatment recommendation, record it in the notes, okay? Because when they come back the next time, you need to be able to know what you told them. That's gonna be important. Okay, now I said last time that it's gonna take, it's gonna take this many treatments, for this, we're on number two now. And you, you know what you told them. Okay, so make sure that you, therapeutic work, you, we need to get better at doing those for therapy, to be effective with therapeutic level work, okay? Um, now, this is, a, this is a little note. What I'm doing here for the next few minutes, guys, is I'm trying to get you into my head as much as possible in terms of things to think about just with the treatments in general. After the first treatment, you ha- it's important that you handle it a certain way. Um, I, I think I shared this with you last time, but there is a, it's, it's worthy of another, another round. Uh, in Austin, a, a lady gets up off the table, says to one of the therapists, "Wow, I feel a lot better." And the therapist says to her, "Oh, good, because I had no idea what I was doing."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, be careful after first treatment. Be careful what you what you say to people. Like, that, that was a joke. But, be, but, but here's a, here's an example. If you if you don't do it properly. You can, make, you can imply when they get off the table that they should be better. And then if they're not better, something, it's not going to work. So be careful about the kinds of questions you ask. Don't be too needy for having them tell you how awesome you are or how much better they are. See. The opposite of that is having confidence in what you're doing. Okay, if you have confidence in what you're doing, and the confidence in the body will respond to treatment, you don't need to be. Are you better? Are you, better? Are you better. Okay, you better. Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? You know, I'm, I'm being a little silly about it, but that's the basic idea. You can ask them. Okay, when you get them, the table, you can ask them. So how are you doing? But that's it. Don't you know? Are you any better? It? Because you start to oh, you start to you start to remember it's all about expectations right i mean the, this this is all about expectations right this is about setting expectations so that you can win with the client the winning is in here okay if you make an impl- implication that you should be better after this treatment oh maybe we do a second treatment no you've got to set it you've got to set yourself up for success that's why i'm telling people when i'm working on you i'm telling you this is a three or four or five session deal Sometimes it'll work working three, three or four, but so sometimes like it's five or six.
1: might be like you may or may not feel better after this treatment. Usually, we see the yeah. big results after about four treatments.
0: I always tell this is what I say. Uh, usually, well, it depends on the situation, but often I'm saying I'm looking for 50% improvement after the third treatment. After the third treatment, okay? So that, so that's, that's. So I'm setting up myself for success. Think about it. That one thing right there, guys, revolutionize your practice. That one thing right there. Just tell people, and this is done. Remember, this is what I'm calling pre-framing. I'm not doing this at the end of the session. I'm doing it while I'm working on it. I'm telling them, this usually takes a few sessions. You're gonna be a little sore, you know. If you're sore next, just let me know next time, and I'll back off a little bit. I'm, I'm telling them how we're gonna do it on the subsequent treatments, what it's gonna be like. Okay. Okay. Um, ask them when they come back in. Ask them about this. Ask them about the soreness.
1: Can I ask? Yeah, that? Yeah. Can we go back to the soreness yeah, part? So, uh, like with the soreness, that's a big that's a big thing for the for the clients. Okay. Like how sore am I going to be? Yeah. How long is it going to last? Yeah. And you know, my I mean, I don't know. You know, like you're saying, it's an experiment. So, like, I like what I usually am telling them is it should be better by the third day. Like, if you get sore, it should be gone by the third day. Your third day is usually your best day, and you you know, you should be coming in like on your fourth or fifth day for another treatment. Okay,
0: okay.
1: how does that sound?
0: Okay, well, to you? that's that's good. Um, Here's what I tell people. Um, if you're sore after, a, a day or so after the treatment, you're probably going to be sore. That means you got your, I, jo- I often joke with them, that means you got your money's worth. Sorry. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but if you're sore for more than, 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 than two days, if you're sore into that third day, that actually means I worked a little bit too hard on you, and I will back off for the next trip. Just let me know. So, so that's, you know, one or two days just kind of means you got your money's worth. Now, here's the deal. Um, five days is a little much. Okay, you will get much better results with people if you can get them back in on the third. Now you can give them options, but I, I, and I'm telling them this as I'm working on it We need about uh, three to four sessions on this. It's good to get them about three to four days apart. So five is a little much. Six, is, uh, seven is the max. I tell people mm-hmm. if you go more than seven days, we just won't make good progress. But uh, you know, between three, three and five, between three and four, I'd, I'd go for three and four because you might, you might so stretch it out. can we
1: can we stay with this? So yeah. I do that. I do okay. exactly that. Okay. But then what I find is that with my my personal schedule, and some of this is just my own personal issue, yeah. but um, the clients are finding it hard to get it in to those get in at those slots, and then if they can't, they just start to feel discouraged. I just can't get in.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't. I just don't think this is going to happen. And then they just start coming back for their regular like maintenance, just yeah. to keep themselves from crumbling into a little ball in the corner. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, if, if five days works for you. Does that work for you, guys?
1: Um, I mean, it, you know, giving them leeway seems to work yeah. to get them back in. I feel that I get better results if they come back. So I usually say, don't go. You know, try not to come. You know, try to. I, I, you know, the seven day mark. I say, you know, four days is perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: Seven days. You know, anything beyond seven days is probably going to be a little much to really yeah. get. To, you know get that cumulative effect
0: that's good and the other option is to have your card with three people that you know are going to read your notes and do that work
1: that's hard though that's a hard no, no. thing to oh,
0: do just just for the record on this was Anthony said uh-huh. you'll notice i did not say that to her that recommendation that i have on the three cards that's that's my recommendation for for the first time you meet a client i'm not recommending that people do that just for the record i'm not i'm not recommending that people do that with their regulars that they're working on I say I, my recommendation has always been on a first time client, if, you're, if, you want, if, the, if, if they need a treatment program, then give them the name of three other clients it's, it, it, because it seems to seal them to you. It seems to cement them to you. I don't necessarily recommend it for your, your, the clients that you're working on, but certainly you can. Go ahead. Same
1: thing. Yeah.
3: Okay. Right. Actually, I, 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 I kind of differ with you on that one okay. for regular clients that i have if i know that they need the work i am going to recommend
0: okay. to other people no, the only, the only no, reason i do that is because i really want them to get better okay okay that's it it's candy i don't have a problem with that. i think that's fine it's just that i i i have that recommendation i make that i tell people right right the card with you. i just wanted to clarify what okay. that that my recommendation is for first-time clients i'm not telling you I'm not recommending that you, that I think it's fine if you want to do it. I don't have any problem with it. I think it's great. But uh, I just wanted to clarify
1: where I. No, not. Can not like, uh, just to kind of, just again, stay with this a little for a little bit longer, that, like, if we were to say, like, if I was to say, okay, I know that, like, Anthony and Armando are kind of, we're all trying to do this, this thing. So I, I have found that I, if I do send someone to another person, they're not going to get, usually not going to get
0: the work. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's a problem, too. Yeah. I can't promise them that they're going to be able to get that level problem. of work. Yeah. So that's been discouraging.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I've done though, with that is I go talk to the therapist. Because I'm only here four days a week, so I have to refer to other people. And I've done collaborations with Denise, Kenny, Armando, Anthony, Jeff, my goodness, Robin, Sandy. So I've sent people, and, and they go see the other therapist, and I go try to talk to that therapist. Say,
2: I'm sending you a client. I've sent people to you too.
1: Well, yeah,
2: they, they almost never, I, mean, I can't, I haven't gotten that back. I haven't gotten necessarily
1: the client telling me, hey, Renee, because I may or may not remember the name. you know, it's like, yeah. I don't know, it doesn't so seem very the organized. The Have the you, the what, what about you? Do you feel right. that that's worked so for your
2: you? For me, it's worked, I just tell them, on your third visit, me one,
0: Someone second, on uh, the weekend, they'll see somebody else, and then during the week, they come back to me, like, all right. I talked to the other therapist. This is what they told me, Well, how to go on your end. We swore from that session, and we just piggyback off each other. Did
1: you get someone back from me? No, yeah,
0: not this last time. But I've had people go to you when they can see me. Like, hey, can that's what I mean, did you, me. did you, yeah, did you get you? It wasn't for treatment, on? but it was for a massage. And referring people out, that's a personal, that's kind of a personal thing. I, 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 I'll say, I'm fairly neutral about that, but my rec- my recommendation is on so new. Okay, now we we'll, we have a few more minutes i'll i'll talk about it i won't, I won't go to the top i'll i go to i'll go to, to ten tail okay i'm sure. yeah i'm sorry just huh.
2: five seconds yeah this is the purpose of the referral if we have three or whomever is because you kind of understand the quality of service that you're referring to with that like i prefer to armando i prefer candy i refer to uh, i know what they're going to do i prefer to Renee again, and some other people. But I know what they're going to get. I know what kind of work they're going to get. So that's why we're afraid that one of the reasons why you put the names on there,
0: refer. Yeah. There's there's two things we're talking about here. I'm sorry, i don't something. No, no. no. One one is what we, what you're talking about. When you have a client that you feel like they, they I'm not going to be around, or they need to get treated before I can get back to them, and you have somebody that you feel would do a good job, by all means, refer to them. Okay. What if you if you come to my communication class, I. In, in, there's a section where I say, look, what you, should, when you when you set up people on a treatment plan, write the name of three other therapists on the back and let them know that if you're not available, that these other people will do a good job for them. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I, what I'm doing there is passing along a best practice. I didn't come up with this. This is not something I learned in a marketing seminar. It's something that I've seen other over the years, 30 years, I've seen therapists that come aboard and they start doing that, and their their practices go like this. So I just pass it along to you. It's a good. It's, I think it's a best practice. Clients sure. clients them. seem to they seem to like that. When you tell them they need a treatment plan, and then you say you need it so much that if I'm not here, go see these people. They go, wow. Oh no, I'll be I'll come back to see you. It cements them to you, number one. Some of them actually will go, but they'll come back to you as well. It's just it's a best practice. And and so there's two two different things going on. Okay. All right. Now this is this is what guys. This is one of those things you can.